Hey guys, and welcome back to It's Your Life and This Is Mine, the podcast with your host, Charlotte Emily Price. So today I have a actually long-term friend on today as well as a guest. So we've got Bailey in the house. Hello. <laughs> in the house. Right, so me and Bailey have actually been friends for a long time. Long, long time. A long, long time. Yeah, I've got her here today to talk about like the musical theatre industry, yeah. which is actually, it's not actually how we met. No, not at but all. But I guess it's what we bonded over probably I'd from say a young so, age. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were definitely really good friends at school, but then I think even outside of school, joining like amateur theatre companies, yeah. I think that's how that's when we, we were like see together, together like twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Bailey has now pursued this as a professional career, which is really exciting. Which is what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Maybe like bust some myths around like working in yeah. the musical theatre industry and just the theatre industry in general. And yeah, I'm really excited to have a chat. Like, <laughs> I, I think I'm excited because usually I talk about like depression yeah. and death on this podcast <laughs> so it's like actually quite nice for once to talk about something a bit more lighthearted. so do you want to give a little bit of an introduction to yourself yeah like, I don't feel like I gave you justice <laughs> so I'm Bailey um I I'd say I've done musical theatre since I was like maybe seven I think that's when we started doing it yeah like amateur productions locally um and now I am doing it professionally I've just finished doing Heather's at the other palace after finishing doing the tour just a bit of a mt3 yeah no literally we we met because we were we literally lived in the same area yeah went to the same school forget like we used to live really close as well so we yeah, would see really each close. other so often even like, like after school we're like oh you coming to mine yeah <laughs> so we've we've known each other since we were what like how old three. then three three or four however old you are in reception yeah so we went to the same like infant school and junior school. and junior school and then we obviously separated yeah. from secondary but even at secondary but, that's when we were still doing shows and stuff yeah outside. so i'd see you like multiple times yeah. a week so yeah it's actually kind of crazy and then we obviously <laughs> haven't seen each other we in a while because we then yeah. went to uni and did our own thing yeah i so. feel like we're quite good though like every little while yeah. we still have that little <laughs> <laughs> have you always known that you wanted to do this as a career or like no. when did your like passion for it sort of start um I would say I've never ever been academic at all mm-hmm. or just haven't been um and at school I think I was there because I had to be there like mm-hmm. I just didn't mm-hmm. didn't love it um and the fact that you had to stay in education till you were 18 when I got to the end of my GCSEs I was like there's no way I can stay and do A levels like I actually couldn't yeah. think of anything worse um and I was like I enjoy doing musical theatre like outside at like amateur stuff and dance and whatever and I was like I'll just go and do it at college. It's mm-hmm. two years. I have to stay in education and at least I'll enjoy it. Yeah. Not having a clue what I'd want to do mm-hmm. as a job. And even t- to be fair, at the end of my first year at college, I was like, no, I don't want to do this. I'm just here because I need to be in education. To, yeah. um, and then I think it was like maybe the beginning of my second year when everyone started to talk about like where you were going to audition. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I can do this. I don't know why I just never ever thought of doing it yeah it's, it's so weird to me because I'm like you're so talented and I've always <laughs> thought of that like since I was really young so to me I was like oh it's obvious that you're going to go down that route yeah. so it's so weird to me that that came into yeah. your mind so late I think it's because everyone was like oh what do you want to do when you're older and I was like I literally have no clue mm. so I'm going to go and do musical theatre at college because I have to do something yeah. and I can't do any more like academic subjects mm-hmm. And I think it just fell into it from there, really. That's quite nice, because I think I maybe romanticised it a bit, and I was like, right, I'm definitely going to go yeah. into dance or musical theatre or something. And then that's when the sort of downward spiral came yeah. from it. I think because I put too much pressure too yeah. early, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, some people have like always known, and they're fucking like 
love it. I don't know if it's because I am partly introverted that I always doubted myself mm-hmm. and I always thought like I'm quite shit at this. Like maybe, but no I've point. still had that. Like, and I think that might have even been part of the reason that I was like, I don't necessarily want to do this as a career. I'm just here for college because for me, I was like, but I'm not good enough. So what's the point in auditioning for, for unis? Because I'm not going to get anywhere. Do you know what right, I mean? So okay. there is part of that as well. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Because I'm like, you're so good. Like, I'm like, you're so good. You're obviously <laughs> going to do that. Whereas I'm like, I'm, I'm just like an average girl. So I'm not going to get anywhere. So I think I just was put too much pressure on myself. Yeah. And then other shit happened. Like very old situations with like my singing stuff and yeah. my dancing stuff. And I just thought, fuck this. Like, yeah. I don't think I'm cut out for it. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, I'm too sensitive for it, I think. Yeah, just, to be like, fair, it's very like cutthroat. Yeah, and I think, I'm a pussy, so... I think it's one of those things, I think sometimes I can be quite sensitive as well. Mm-hmm. It's just pushing through that. I think that's the hardest part of that, of this career. Because mm-hmm. it is very cutthroat. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting because like there's so many different like negative downfalls of different jobs and it is weird how much, how different they are. Because yeah. like with the, like creative jobs like this, I think it is almost an emotional, more mental battle than anything. <laughs> yeah. Rather than yeah. like physical. Whereas like other jobs, you're doing something like manual labor and you're actually like exhausted yeah. from the end of the day physically. Yeah. And then this one's more like you're tormenting yourself. Yeah. And all the time. Yeah. All the time. It's, it's very interesting to yeah. me. I do find with creative jobs, when I think about it, that it's probably more of a mental, emotional yeah. talk. I mean, with musical theatre and dancing and all that sort of stuff, you also have the physical shit as yeah, well where you're yeah, probably yeah. exhausted. Yeah. Um, but I guess you get fitter over time as well. Yeah. Like, it's definitely that um, like mentally draining thing and like not even having the confidence once you've got something. Like, I remember my first, it was either the first day or it was in the first week of rehearsals for the Heather's tour and we learned Never Shut Up, which is like probably one of the biggest, it's not really a, like a dance number, but it's it's got dance in yeah. it and it is... And I got there and I remember doing it and I went home that night thinking, why have I been casting this? Like, they definitely meant to cast someone else. I can't do it. Like, mm. I actually can't do it. Why have I... And so much was going through my head and I was like, do you think they like accidentally gave me the offer but it was meant to be someone else? And I was like, so many things are going through my head. Mm. And it's just weird, like, thinking back on it that you even have them thoughts once you've got something. Yeah, that's so interesting. That is like an imposter syndrome. I yes, feel like... Yeah. I experience this quite a lot just anyway like if I get invited somewhere and I'm like why the fuck am I here like <laughs> yeah. they definitely invited the wrong person <laughs> um and I, I like feel sick like even though yeah. I've been doing this for so long now like I get to an event and they're like the guests they're like what's your name and I'm like oh my god I'm not gonna be honest yeah. so embarrassing like why have I turned up like dressed up here and even the other day like I went to dance box literally this dance class that I've been going to for the past like couple of months I absolutely love mm. And these girls came over and were like, oh, we we came to the class today because we saw it on your story last week. And I was like, oh, that's probably someone else. Like, <laughs> I'm like, why, I'm like, why do I hate myself so much? Like, yeah, when it's actually like, like sure such me? amazing things that like you've done and like the fact that they saw that and wanted to go, that's so amazing. But the fact that then you're like, no, that wasn't me. Yeah. You've, you've seen that. Like, someone, I, that's someone, I think you've got the wrong It's person. mental how we think, isn't it? Mm, it's horrible, really. Yeah, it is. Mm. It is. But I think it's so difficult to get out of that. Yeah, I don't know how to get out of that. If anyone knows, please do <laughs> So when you first started doing... Wait, let's go back to university, actually, yeah. before Heather's. Well, university, what what would you technically call it? Yeah, Was uni. it uni? Yeah. yeah, still uni? Yeah. Because I know some people are like particular about different types of yeah. things they go to. 
So where did you go to uni? How did you find that experience if you didn't like the academic stuff? Yeah. Like college and things, like how was that for you? Um, so I went to the University of Chichester. I did the triple threat musical theatre course. Um, I auditioned at some drama schools as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think one thing I'll look back on now and I regret, not that it would have made any difference to my decision, but I only auditioned at three places mm-hmm. and I had friends that auditioned everywhere. And I think it's another one of them things, I didn't have enough confidence. Mm-hmm. I was like... I'm not going to get in anywhere, so why am I going to take myself through the embarrassment? So I literally only auditioned at three places, got offered two of them, and took Chichester. Like, even though I probably still would have taken that, it annoys me now that the reason I didn't audition at loads of places is because I was like, well, I'm not going to get them, so why why am I going to go? Do you know what I mean? It's a shame, but I probably would have worked out the same. Um, But yeah, so I went to the University of Chichester. Um, Was that just like a normal three-year course? Yeah, three-year course. Um... And one thing that stuck out to me, because like I say, I, I was not academic at all. The, um, what do you call it, dissertation at the end of the three years was either written or performance. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we're well, going to go there. Um, no, I, I did love it though. Um, but that, that to me, dissertation is such a big thing at uni. Yeah. If I got through three years, like loving the performance side of it and then had to do a dissertation written. Yeah. It's it, something important to take into account really like it's yeah. good that you even thought that far ahead because yeah. I don't think I even did that yeah. like because luckily for me I, my dissertation was I did forensic science for anyone new and we got the option to write I, I actually quite like writing yeah. so I was quite excited for the dissertation yeah. but if I'd have known that I had to do like an experimental dissertation like in the labs like every week no like, <laughs> I, I literally, no. literally hate it which is so weird because why am I doing forensic <laughs> science but like I just didn't like that side of things yeah. I prefer biology and writing so I like completely was able to do a written dissertation that was more like literary based so yeah. I did mine on gender discrimination in the forensic science industry which is something I was passionate about but I should have actually like checked that out beforehand because if I had got to the end of yeah, the three years like, and it was like you have to prepare an experiment I'd be like oh no this is horrible <laughs> that's the thing like I know for a fact that's so true if I had to write even if I was writing about something that I really knew about musical theatre it just wouldn't have been good like I, I'm just not great at writing and then that would have brought my grade down mm-hmm. on something that I should be getting good grades in yeah. so yeah that was one thing that really stuck out to me for that how was uni for you like how, did you enjoy it like yeah, 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 I did actually. I really did enjoy it. I think there was a lot of um, stigma when I was at college, a BTEC college before, um, that, oh, but that's a university, that's not a stage school. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot around that, like, oh, it's not a arts ed, a Mountview, you're going to a uni, and it's yeah. in Chichester, that's three hours away. Um, did that play on your mind then? Yeah, 100%. Um, but again, the thing that drew me to that from what people had said is that we were able to do our um like an agent showcase at the end of the three years in london Mm -hmm. because everyone would say oh but you're going to chichester no agent's going to want to come down there and Mm -hmm. watch you there which i was like oh yeah that's so true how am i gonna how am i gonna get anything when that's Mm -hmm. so far away but the fact that we could do an agent showcase in london was such a selling point for me Mm -hmm. looking back now we had covid that didn't happen but i think that's one of the things that was like no I am gonna I am gonna go there like I don't care whether it's not a stage school Mm -hmm. um I'm still getting the training and we had teachers that on some days in in the week would be going to stage schools to teach and I was like so what is the difference other than the location and the building yeah do you know what I mean so yeah it's weird how there's very like that stigma around it and 
it's nice I think to know if anyone is listening as well that wants to pursue this as a career that you yeah. have been so successful already from going to a uni, a uni. instead yeah. of a stage school yeah I think it's just doing your research on mm-hmm. what are the contact hours like making sure that you're doing the stage school rota kind of yeah. thing as long as you're doing everything that you would be doing at a mm. stage school then what yeah. is the what is the difference yeah do you know what I mean? What was the typical day like then for you? Um, so we'd start at like 8am. Mm-hmm. We'd have like a warm up, which I dread every day. Um, <laughs> we'd have a warm up and then it depends, uh, like a couple of acting classes, dance classes. They were split into mm-hmm. like um, levels. levels and, yeah. Like ability? Was, yeah. Abilities, yeah. So we'd have them, we'd have acting classes, scene classes, one-to-ones. Um, I think an average day would finish maybe like five or six, but if we had a show, then we wouldn't finish till maybe like mm-hmm. ten. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like long, long yeah, days. Long hours. Yeah, I remember when I was looking originally, like in my yeah. first year of sick form, and I was looking around, I was like, God, these are going to be long hours. <laughs> you know, with the level, so could you be like a top at acting and a bottom at dancing? Would it, is it, was it split into dance and acting and singing? Mainly just dancing. Okay. Um, I think because there's certain things that if you were just in like a mixed group, these people wouldn't be able to do, whereas acting, yeah. everyone can like, oh, yeah, build true, on it. Oh, yeah, true, true. Um, and singing was mainly if you weren't on your one to ones, you were in like a group. We were just right. like an ensemble singing kind of thing. Okay. Cool. Was there any particular one that you preferred over the rest? I don't know. I think going to uni, I would always put myself as a singer. Yeah. So I enjoyed them the most. Yeah, but coming like, out of uni, singing today, like yeah, thank fuck. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Whereas like if I was like ballet, I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do different types of dancing then? Yeah, we had ballet, jazz tap we had this one teacher that used to do like some different stuff so like we'd have like a commercial kind of day yeah so like sometimes we'd have different things but we wouldn't know what they were going to be until we got to the class yeah but yeah it was definitely range even now mm-hmm. going to auditions i like if my agent's like oh it's a dance call i'm like oh like, i'm still yeah i'm still not like confident enough yet with That's my dance much. but i think coming out of uni i'd say that i'm a lot more confident with my acting side than mm. I was when I went in. Yeah. When I went in, I'd say singing, acting, dance, but acting, I always got very nervous. Like, if we had an acting class and I had to go and do something on my own, I would be like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas now, I feel a lot more confident in that, and I think that helps. Yeah. But yeah, my dance is still... I'm still really not... You don't feel that's up to, Yeah, no. <laughs> what was the culture like? That's what I was interested about. What do you mean? Like... like are there still bitchy people people who think they're better than other people oh yeah that sort of I assume that came that's like the nature like some people are very like entitled and it's weird I feel like I found it more not necessarily I actually to be fair were quite lucky with my year at uni Mm -hmm. but like knowing people from other colleges Mm -hmm. I would say it was probably more bitchy when we were in training Right. than now there's definitely still that side of it now but mm. I think people are better at covering it up right so you don't necessarily yeah that's interesting yeah I just I just was purely like interested yeah. if it was like still that I would definitely high. say it was worse in training okay than in the outside world yeah yeah but I think yeah. that's because it's like a competition thing yeah I think that's because my last memory of like going to a summer camp thing was at Laban and the girls were horrible and yeah. that, that's just what stuck out in my head and yeah. I just was like I just can't I don't think I could cope if this is one day and I feel like this like obviously I'd get stronger over time and like build up that resilience but 
I don't I just don't think I could have like yeah. faced it because I wasn't confident enough in my own abilities it's definitely that it's definitely confidence because like I say that I'm not as confident with my dance when I go to dance calls now and I'm like in the waiting room waiting to go in I feel like everyone else is so much bitchier than when I go to a singing call yeah. they're probably not but it's because I'm not as confident I'm with insecure, my dance yeah. yeah insecure that I'm like mm. oh they're they're bitchy they're they're looking at me thinking mm. I can't do it whereas that's probably not the case yeah. it's probably just the case that I think I can't yeah. do it yeah do you know what I mean because when that's I go so to like true. a singing call I'm in the waiting room I never think that yeah but they must be the same people. <laughs> yeah. So. When I mean like bitchy people and stuff, like obviously there are people who are really confident and I think that's an amazing thing, especially as I've grown older, I'm like, oh, I think people should be more confident. You should be like proud of your own abilities yeah. and sometimes pride can be seen as a negative thing, but sometimes I think it is it's good to have that yeah. rather than fucking hating yourself. Yeah, like, I think 100%. that is better. Um, but there are just people, I think, that are rude with it. Yeah. Is what There's I mean a confidence with the line. There's being confident and and knowing your worth and what you can do and then there's thinking no I am better, better. than everyone else yeah there's that difference yeah, in that is being true. confident with yourself and being confident that you're better mm. than everyone do you know what I mean yeah it's kind of sad in a way that I'm like oh you had like such a nice experience obviously there was probably bad moments yeah. with other people and stuff but I could have had an experience and it would yeah. have been okay and I just yeah. like put it all down to that one thing but I do think my confidence was just so knocked at this point in sixth mm. form because I was, was getting bullied and like loads of weird shit that was going yeah. on I think I just wasn't strong enough to like continue that as a career yeah. so right let's move into your Heathers yeah. so you finish uni it's lockdown yeah. you don't yeah. have your agent showcase <laughs> no. you're stressed you're confused <laughs> you're worried Help. I don't know I put them words into your mouth but yeah. I'm guessing that's yeah. really how you oh, felt 100%. what went about because we didn't have an agent showcase mm -hmm. i recorded a vocal show reel i literally had like four or five songs and like did like 30 seconds of each one and they like merged it together with mm -hmm. a video of me by the mic and i literally emailed around like 70 agents and i got a reply from maybe like three saying no thank you <laughs> it was hard work emailing agents and then an agent that we'd had audition at our uni at the beginning of third year mm -hmm. contacted one of my teachers and was like can i have can Bailey email me and I was like oh because I'd auditioned for him in like the October right. and I'd had nothing but then he'd seen my vocal reel and was like can you email me and it literally went from there and you've been with them since yeah been with them since Lovely. I had quite a few commercial auditions I suppose it was just easier because it's like yeah self-taping for screen um, and no one knew what was happening with theatre and then I think it was about August I had my Heather's self-tape come through and I love Heather's like I I watched it in 2018 with Carrie Hope Fletcher at the other palace and the Haymarket. So I was like a little fan. And so when I got this audition through, I was like, oh my God, amazing. Yeah, and then I did the audition for that. And then I got a recall. And then I had to do a dance call on Zoom, which was horrible. It was, right. it was horrible because you think on Zoom, you've got the choreographer teaching you the dance, but you can hear the music at a different time to what they're dancing because it's like a lag oh god this is I horrible. literally it was it was awful I didn't get it right once I called my agent after the audition I was like I'm really sorry but like that was that wasn't good yeah. <laughs> I remember, like I'm oh, really sorry god. it was it wasn't good at all like it was all different timings god that's so <laughs> it was shit horrible it was horrible I'd want them to like get us on a field or something and distance <laughs> us like two meters or something do you know what I mean yeah. to at least make see me in person yeah. like dancing would be so horrible to do it was horrible it was absolutely <laughs> horrible um but anyway got through it somehow um and then got offered the job in November mm -hmm. it's a quite a big gap 
Yeah, but I think it's because of COVID. Like, yeah, no one knew what was, was happening. A bit of a, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. when I got offered the job, that was November 2020. Yeah. 2020, yeah. Got it offered November 2020. And you were like, yeah. Thinking we were going to start the show December. Right. And then COVID was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then it got pushed on another month. And then it got pushed on. And I was, it got to the point that I was like, I can't even get excited about this because it's yeah, not going like to happen. It's going to happen, yeah. Like, I've just Aww. got offered a job and it's not going to happen. So, when everyone's like, oh, how did you feel when you got offered it? I'm like, I actually didn't get. Like, yeah, I was happy, but I didn't get overexcited because inside I was like, oh, I'm proud of myself for getting it, but it won't happen. Yeah. I, I told myself that. Yeah, true. I think when it starts rolling and rolling, yeah. like, you'd just be like, oh. Yeah. And then it got to the point that they decided we were going to start in July. Um, so the cast... Such a long gap. I know, I know. July 2021. The cast was announced in March, and then we started rehearsals June. And then I think just before we'd started rehearsals I can't remember what happened but basically they just needed to push it on a week so we didn't start the show until August mm-hmm. so we started rehearsals a week later but yeah that was that was a mental year and like in between that I was working in M&S like knowing that I'd got this job mm-hmm. but I didn't know when it was going to start so I was like I need another job yeah so I was like on the door like clocking people in and out because covid needed to know like not covid yeah. but they needed to know like how many people were in the shop how many people were out and i was thinking i just want to be on stage it wasn't as if you're in one of those jobs between jobs where you're like mm-hmm. i just need a job until i get my next audition in yeah i knew i had the job yeah. so that was what was more frustrating because yeah. i was there like yeah one, two in two out two in and i was like i just want to be doing it now oh but yeah just covid just made everything so confusing didn't yeah, it so awful but at least like that's so cool that you still managed to get a job like during covid at the same time yeah. it's like that's so nuts that yeah. you were able to still audition they made it work yeah online even though obviously it was a bit dodgy yeah but yeah that's so crazy and i bet how was that like or, or like organizing the tour and stuff like how how did you feel about that were you excited to yeah. be like sort of like moving around with it yeah I think because it was a tour and my first job that made it like twice as hard really because mm-hmm. like touring is very um like you have to find you get like an allowance but you have to find your digs you have to find your housing and stuff yeah so this being my first job I didn't know anyone in the industry yeah. so I didn't know anyone else that was doing the show and the day that it was announced mm-hmm. Um, I was added to a group chat mm-hmm. that had basically got the entire cast in it that had found each other through friends mm-hmm. except from me because I didn't know anyone in the industry so no one knew that oh Bailey's got that yeah so they had this entire group chat oh, so <laughs> just daunting. like outside because yeah. like no, no one knew me I didn't know them so then I got added to it so then it was like a like a catch-up of right who is who, everyone like, who is everyone who can I live with here who can I live with here very overwhelming mm-hmm. to begin with um but then yeah when, once you get to know people it's, it's a lot easier but yeah I'd say dig dig finding is the hardest thing on tour mm-hmm. because also you don't you don't want to be in like somewhere that's got like dirt well, do, you, do, <laughs> do you just stay in like like a little travel lodge or like a premier inn or do you know what I mean like do you stay in little like hotels or do you stay in hostels or like no, what's the situation so, it depends how you want to do it. When I toured with Heather's, there was a couple of places that I stayed in people's houses. Right. So, like Nottingham, for example, I stayed in a woman's house. She lived in that house, but she had spare rooms. So me oh. and two other friends, she had three spare rooms, me and two other friends stayed in her house that week. And we were lucky because she was absolutely lovely, but 
looking back on it, I you just don't feel at home. You don't feel like you can go to the kitchen when you want because yeah. it's her house. Yeah. Do you know, like, she would be happy like, enough for me yeah. to go to the kitchen when I want, but you just don't have... Yeah, it's just like, des- like do yeah. you know what I mean? It's like... Um, mm. But no, there's like websites and Facebook pages and you can basically, you sort of like rent someone's house for the week. Like That's cool. People don't... You, so like me and two others could go and stay in a three-bedroom house. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of places that you do do hotels but I always find it more expensive yeah it just is so yeah it's nicer when you can get like a self-contained accommodation but and do they give you an allowance for that yeah 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 yeah. so then it's up to you whether you want to go over if you want to have something a a little bit more bougie or yeah that's interesting Hmm. I'd expect them to anyway in my head I feel like a lot of people think you they organise everything for you but it's like sort of down to you to like figure it out yeah which in some ways is nice some ways isn't because in some ways I'm like oh but I want to get like these nice places I don't want to just be put in this hotel but then in, in another way I'm like it's so much stress yeah and sometimes it is really hard to find somewhere nice enough in the budget yeah. makes you think oh just put us in a hotel so yeah, yeah there's definitely a half it's like the half. freedom is good because if, yeah. if like someone did have a bit more money and they wanted to spend more then it's yeah. it's is nice to have that freedom but then yeah, yeah it's just added yeah stress on top of obviously remembering all your yeah, stuff 100%. but I mean after a while like how was it for you were you like stressed like when you first performed it were you like oh my fucking god what, like, the first are night? you ready yeah how um, did you feel I, I actually can't remember <laughs> It was just a blur. Yeah, too long ago. I was definitely nervous. But I think because I was just so concentrating on needing to know everything. Yeah. I think the nerves probably hit after the first couple of days. Yeah. But then like when I went back and did it at the other palace, the nerves I had on the first day at the other palace were worse than any nerves I'd ever had on tour. Mm-hmm. And that's weird to me because I knew the show. I think it's just because it had been quite a, little, a bit of a gap between. Yeah. The nerves I had then was awful. But yeah, I think the first night on tour, I just felt nothing. Just <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Because it was just a, it was a blur. This is a big tangent. I'm just yeah. about to go on. Go. But you, do you also, is it, right, this is for everyone else who's watching <laughs> as well. Is it just me that has dreams of like me forgetting stuff on stage still? Like, I know, I guess, you do you have this? I literally had it, like, a couple of weeks ago. I, but I, why do I still have it? Because I'm not doing that anymore. Like, you, I'm, I'm thinking, is it because I've been in the industry and that has, that has brought fear in my life in the past? Maybe. But I will frequently have dreams where I forget what I'm doing on stage or I, like, know this dance. And I remember consciously in my dream thinking, like, how do I know this fucking weird dance I'm on this stage? No. Like, how do I know I this? literally tweeted about it the other week. I had one. Oh, my God. It was my cool. opening night in Les Mis in the West End, right? My oh. opening night. It was a half an hour call. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Like, how am I here? Like, <laughs> And then, like, the dance captain was like, it's nerves. Like, you do know what you're doing. You'll be absolutely fine. I was like, no, I've never had a rehearsal. <laughs> I actually, like, don't I'm know what I'm doing. <laughs> I've never stepped, a, like, I've never stepped foot in a rehearsal room and you're sending me on in half an hour. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. What role were you? I actually <laughs> don't, don't know. even remember. I don't, I don't even think it was that theatre that it's in. Like, <laughs> it was the horriblest thing because I was like, what's even more annoying is I've got to go on in half an hour not knowing what I'm doing. You, as a dance captain, are telling me it's nerves and I'm saying, no, it's not. I actually don't know what I'm doing. I've never been in a rehearsal room. The panic, honestly, so it was funny. horrible. But I think it's... What doesn't help me with that is that I've... With Heather's with the amount of tracks I had to learn, my brain was constantly mm-hmm. like, well, do you know everything? Do you know everything? Um, we'll talk about later, but the next thing I'll be doing 
there's so many tracks to learn. Mm -hmm. And I I think that was in my head because at the time I had this dream was after I'd got this new job. Yeah. And I was like, how can I do, like, do I remember what I'm doing? And I think that's what, like, spurred it on. But yeah, it's mental that other people have it. Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if people who have never been anything, done anything to do with stage and theatre, do they ever get them dreams? Or is it just... No. That's what I want to know. My auntie told me that she had one where she was, like, about to drive a car, but Mm -hmm. she, she doesn't know how to drive. Right. Oh, so I don't so it's like your biggest fears, yeah. like lying in your head. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, but then some dreams I'll be fucking like doing, like riding a monster, <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm, that's not my biggest fear. You know what I mean, so, like, what chooses what it's I dream mental. about? This is a whole new conversation. Isn't I it? love but... this. <laughs> yeah, so weird. It's so weird, but they're scary. They're <laughs> they horrible. Are. I wake up straight. I literally woke I up like, na- is this true? Is I it have true? I'm a naked school dream still, and I'm like, I'm not a school one. I haven't been in ages. <laughs> Like, I'm walking around the school, like, naked. Have you ever had that? that? Ever? No! What, like, what? That's what sort of fear. Like, I don't, in everyday life, think, oh, what if I what turn up to school <laughs> naked? Like, because that's just not going to happen. Yeah, I've never had that. But I used to have it all the time at, at school and, like, beyond. So I'm just like, when, where oh has that gosh, come from? Oh, my gosh, that's mental. Like, I'm, I'm, and it's weird, because I'm in an American movie, <laughs> because there's lockers. Like, I'm going to my locker, and I, like, turn around, and everyone's, like, laughing, because I'm naked. <laughs> I don't know. That's oh, mental. I'm trying to picture why, what locker. Like, is it from like a Disney TV show or something? Like Disney Channel show? Yeah. I like the High School Musical lockers. Yeah, yeah. Like that sort of vibe. Like, that's mental. I've never had that. And do you have the teeth falling out? Again, no. People have told me about this. This is before. linked to something. I've never but had I this dream. Because it's not linked. Because I never think like, oh, what if my, t- all t- my teeth fall out? Because I can just get, yeah. like, there are things where you get some new ones. <laughs> so, but I think it's like linked to, but like, people have told right, me about I'm it as we're sitting here. People have told what me about this? the teeth falling out dream before and I've never had had it teeth falling dreams. out dreams but i have ones where i'm like crunching them in my mouth like they've oh. come out and like and i didn't notice and i'm like crunching them in my mouth. oh my gosh no a feeling of loss of control this is my life <laughs> i always feel like i'm losing control <laughs> a fear of losing control or bringing up uh, worries about losing something or someone important to you oh my god yeah i knew there was like a really distinct yeah thing. That's also how true is this like how, how do you know yeah <laughs> I do find dreams weird. You know, like when people are like, "You dream every night." I'm like, "How do you know that?" Like, yeah. But sometimes you, sometimes your brain remembers them, and sometimes it doesn't. And that freaks me out. I need to start writing them down again. Aiden got into this habit of writing down his dreams, and they were so funny. They were so funny because he would just write like one word. I need to do that because I rarely have dreams I remember. So then when I have one, I'm like, "That's weird." Yeah. I haven't remembered a dream in literally weeks. Mm. There's this really, again, we're carrying on with the dreams. <laughs> but there's this really weird re- recurring dream that I have had since ch- my childhood that is like the same every single time. As you know, that's a lie, that it changes sometimes, but I know the two different outcomes. <laughs> so I'm in my nan's front and granddad's front garden and I'm hiding in this bush in the front garden and there's a giant that's counting to te- like 10, 9, 8. <laughs> And they're standing in my nan's actual garden. I'm in the front garden. And I hide in this bush every time. And in my head, I'm like, you know what to do. Go hide somewhere else. Because he stands on you. Like, every single time. And I know in my dream that it's going to happen. And he, so either he'll walk around my whole, my nan's whole road and then come back and squish me. Or he'll squish me straight away. And as he squishes me, I wake up every time. Oh my gosh. And I know in my That's dream, mental. I'm like, why am I why do I keep going to this fucking bush? But that's why you wake up. Because I was also I've also told you can't die in your dream. Mm. So that's why you wake up because he's about to squish you. Yeah, so weird. That's mental. Yeah, I find so I had, like drowning dreams and I like wake up or like strangling dreams. Oh, oh my god, I have, like, scary ones sometimes. Yeah, I need to watch they're weird, aren't they? Yeah, I think some of mine definitely comes from watching like horrible 
murder mystery and like yeah. weird documentaries and yeah. stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you, after your tour, yeah, I remember there being like a so there was a whole new cast right for yeah. at the other palace. Yeah. So this is like the in London gonna happen every night yeah. in the same place. So different to tour. Yeah. And then you obviously joined that at some point. Were you like sort of scared to join like a new... Because it wasn't a new cast. Were there a few of you there migrating? Was, yeah, there was like four or five people that had already gone back. Mm. So I finished tour in December. And then um, some people from the other palace um, finished. So they went on to do other things. And then just because of the quick turnover, instead of getting new people in, they mm. would ask the tour people if they were available so mm-hmm. uh may maddie ben and Anne had already gone back into it mm-hmm. they were in the film of it that's in cinemas and stuff um and then after the film some more people left and that's when i then went back in mm-hmm. so yeah i had that like feeling comfortable because i knew some people in it mm-hmm. but also it was just excitement because when i finished the tour i didn't want to finish the tour mm-hmm. like did I, you get upset like oh 100 100 because i feel like you're very good at like staying strong because <laughs> I'm just like it does an emotional take me mess. a lot it does take me a lot take you a lot to cry but I just loved it so much did it take you a lot to cry just in general or like in front of people mm, I'd say I'm not I don't cry I don't cry that much like on my own <laughs> that's great <laughs> we're gonna get deep that's so great to hear <laughs> but like if I'm feeling upset and I'm on my own then I might cry but if I'm in front of someone I literally just hold it in as much as I can oh so it's like you don't want to cry in yeah. front of someone yeah what, do you know what like I won't even <laughs> I'm terrified <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> I, I won't even watch sad films with someone because I know that I will cry and I don't want to cry in front of them right. what is it you don't want them to um, like I don't be know like, oh are you okay I actually or, don't know what it yeah maybe or that yes. you don't want them to see no I think that's what it is you don't like I don't like being patronised yeah, yeah. Not patronised, but like, yeah. I'm crying because the film, like, obviously I'm That's fine. That's so clever that you can just stop yourself. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want anyone to sympathise with me. I just can't yeah. stop it. Like, yeah. it's just like a weird reaction that happens. That's <laughs> so funny. But so you got upset with... I'm guessing everyone was upset when Tor oh, finished. Yeah, like, yeah. And we were, such, we were such a close group as well. Yeah. I think because we were literally with each other from mm. July all the way yeah. through. But yeah, going back, I was just so excited because I'd been working at um, a cafe yeah so when I went back to do it at the other palace I was really excited mm-hmm. and it was like a quick turnaround thing as in I got the call one day the next day I went in had two hours of rehearsal and then mm-hmm. did the show and it had been five months since yeah. I'd done it so I had yeah. I think that's why I was really nervous like yeah. that show that first show I've never been that nervous in my life it was horrible but I think it's also because I was the only new one. Yeah. Whereas on tour, everyone had their own yeah. night. Whereas in this show, mm-hmm. on that day, I was the only new one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't do anything wrong because they're yeah. not going to do anything wrong. Yeah, true. Yeah. God. <laughs> I would have actually had a heart attack when the tour ended. <laughs> Thinking about it, like, I would cry so much, but you know, when we'd like finish a week show. Yeah, or we, but we used to be awful, didn't we? Yeah. We'd have done like a week and we'd be like, I can't I think it was like a weird release of like stress. Yeah, maybe. As well as like it ending because we'd obviously seen each other like for, for fucking months, like rehearsing yeah. for something. And but then... also, I suppose you, like you say, you're rehearsing for months, but then you only do a week. So it's probably more of like a. It's like a weird. Why, like... why are we only getting to do this for a week? We've yeah. rehearsed for so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I guess it's because everyone's doing other jobs. Like yeah. you can't just put all your, dedicate all your time yeah, into true. it. Were you more sad when you ended in the other palace over the tour? No. 
you were just done with it. You yeah, like, I think <laughs> not done, not done <laughs> no, with it, no. but you were like, oh, I've been no, doing yeah. this for a while. Like That's you're ready to move on. Yeah, sort of I mean, it's it's sad because obviously it's like a proper chapter closing now. Yeah. Whereas tour was my professional debut. We were all the same cast the entire time. Yeah. And it sad. just was special. Like the other palace, I was so excited to join back. And then I was at the other palace from May all the way through to February this yeah. year. So I was there a lot of time. So by the end, I was like, no, it's time for me to do something new now. Because it's easy enough to just be like, oh yeah, I'll do that, I'll carry it. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I was like, no, I need, I need to step away. Definitely was more upset. Finishing tour. Finishing tour. Yeah, 100%. So moving on to, I guess, now, what your what's your next plan or yeah. things going things. on? Um, so... I've been excited to ask this because I actually don't know. <laughs> so I am going back on tour. <laughs> I am joining the cast of Greatest Days, which okay. is the Take That musical. Mm-hmm. Once this is out, the whole cast will be announced. But at the moment, they've just announced that Kim Marsh from Coronation Street mm-hmm. is in it. Um, so yeah, it's just a musical about these five young girls that are obsessed with this band. Um, and you just watch them go through their journey. So you've got the five young girls, and then you've got the older women, which are the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm covering all five girls. Oh wow! So, so I won't be I won't be in the show every night. I'm literally there in the dressing room, yeah. ready to just go on when I need to go on. And okay. I think that's why I had that dream because oh, I was okay. like, I've got five roles here. It's not just someone in the ensemble that's got a line. These are five roles that that's I need nuts. to know. Does it always work the same? Because I know we had a conversation about like Heather's. You know how you say the people who are covering get paid more sometimes than the like main roles because yeah. you're covering multiple parts yeah it it depends is it different it for different depends, companies I guess yeah. but, but yeah. you covering five roles that's so intense <laughs> I know. you should be so worried <laughs> but then I think back you're a professional like, you're a professional at the end of Heather's I had my own track <laughs> yeah and then I was covering Martha Fleming Veronica and Duke and when so you're I did have night, five tracks and when you're hearing this shit every night yeah. it's just gonna be ingrained yeah. in your head it's like a song like yeah you know if your favorite song if someone said sing it now you just know it yeah it, it's gonna be stress I think once I know them mm-hmm. it'll be fun mm-hmm. <laughs> I think until that I'm just gonna be like what am I doing so when does everything start like your rehearsals uh so I start rehearsals on the 3rd of April mm-hmm. where do the rehearsals take place in London um no. we are I can't remember where we do it is in London yeah oh. and then we have four weeks of rehearsals and then we start the tour in Bromley until December Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to come. Yeah, so this one's till December at the moment. And then, yeah, it will either finish or carry on or, yeah, it's until then. I guess that's so fun. Like, I think that would, that tickles my little brain because I like change. Yeah. So it's like, you're still doing the same show, but you're oh, yeah. migrating somewhere else. And then, do you know what I mean, you've got a new stage to work with. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's a bit daunting in some ways, I guess, because sometimes it's nice to have that familiarity yeah. with stuff like I that. I think that's the thing. Like, that is what I missed from tour last time having a new venue to go to by the end of one week you're already like excited about oh what's the next place going to look like what's the dressing room is going to look like you're already excited for that yeah. um and because you're all touring around together mm-hmm. i feel like you get a lot closer because mm-hmm. you like you live and breathe each other whereas when yeah. you're working in town you're at home you do what you want in the day yourself mm-hmm. then you go to work so it feels a lot more like work yeah whereas tour feels like you're just with everyone Mm-hmm. all the time are you looking forward to it yeah I am and mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to doing something different mm-hmm. because like a, like I did tour 
then going to the other palace, but it was the same show. There yeah. was like little tweaks that were different, but it was the same show. So I've never done anything different yeah. since graduating. I am yeah. excited. Is there something that you know now you've done stuff professionally that you don't think other people who are always audience members like would know, if that makes sense? Like, is there any like sort of like hidden thing that people don't know about? I don't, you can use Heather um, as an example, obviously, like if there's something specific, like something that happens behind the scenes that not many people know about. Something specific. Other than, like, people having, like, pre-show rituals and things. That's fun. I like that. Yeah. What's the weirdest one you've encountered? <laughs> you don't have to say it if it's going to out someone. You no, don't have to no. say <laughs> No. For me, I don't have any pre-show rituals. I just had to do everything exactly the same. So, so like, it's a bit superstitious. Yeah, but as in... So, like, there's some girls in the ensemble that be like, oh, I'm going to have my hair like this today. And I'll be like no I, my hair's like this every day it has to be like this now and I do my makeup in yeah. this order and it has to be in that so I don't have anything like that but <laughs> I remember on tour the three Heathers yeah. um, we had uh, Maddie, Meryl, M- Meryl Meryl and Lizzie mm-hmm. and we had these um, they're called Fabby Dabby dolls Right. they're like it's this company that makes dolls of your character so right. I've got like a little stoner chick one just say Maddie was off ill that day mm-hmm. and Daisy was on as Chandler but they would bring Maddie's little Fabby Dabby doll into like this little circle they did before the beginning <laughs> of the show as if she was dead <laughs> but um yeah I mean before the every show at Heather's we have like this circle we all stand together yeah. and like whoever wants to say anything they can and then we go uh, three two one hey yo Westerberg and we did that literally every show without fail but yeah. what, what if that didn't happen I don't think it ever didn't happen <laughs> but I think there's been a couple of times it'd be like where's this person like they're yeah. not here we can't do it without them and everyone gets like really stressed <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny it's interesting to know because I think I think people who have like a certain ritual are like very superstitious yeah. do you know what I mean because it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. you think you're going to be bad because you haven't chewed gum yeah. five times before you start oh, the show or something like yeah I've probably got things that I don't even think about yeah that I do and I don't realise that I have to do them. So obviously you've got that coming up in the pipeline. Is there anything that you, you're like, I, I kind of know this, I feel like, unless it's changed, like your ultimate dream job? Or Ooh. like something that you really want to do in, within the industry? Um, I mean, I definitely want to do some TV at some point. Yeah, this is what I think, because I remember you always saying you want to do EastEnders. EastEnders. <laughs> I really want to do EastEnders at some point. Yeah. Like, I really want to do EastEnders. I don't care who has. They always talk about people from Ketrin as well. So I can just come from there. Yeah. Like, people always say I'm from Ketrin, from EastEnders. I don't know why Ketrin, Hmm. but I'll just say I'm from there. So I don't have to put on, like, the London accent. Yeah. (laughs) I'd love to do that. Just a soap or something. TV, 100%. Mm -hmm. At some point. Right, so... I'm nervous. Actually, no, before we do the question... Okay. What's one piece of advice for, say, someone listening to this who's really fucking, like nervous and always compares themselves to someone else and they're like I don't think I'm going to be able to make it but they want to pursue what you've done as a career basically young or you could say like actually no because that's part of the question that's coming so yeah what would you give to someone like Um, advice wise don't be scared for what hasn't happened Mm -hmm. like I was saying earlier about oh but I won't get into that drama school well you haven't even auditioned yet you don't know if you've got into it like don't don't already have answers for other Mm -hmm. people like just do it Mm -hmm. After the event, you can be like, oh, that weren't great. But before, yeah. you don't know if it's not going to be no great. There's no point, yeah. yeah. It's like no point in worrying twice. Exactly. You know? Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And it reminds me of this quote that I literally have as my um, laptop desk, like my desktop background. And it's like, don't believe everything you tell yourself. And I really so like true. it because I just am always so negative about that's myself. So and it's true. like, why am I believing shit yeah. about myself that's not even true? Yeah. And I even yeah. say it like in an audition, it's like, oh, 
I won't get that job. And I'm thinking, well, you're not the casting director. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> just relax. Like, it's just taking up so much energy. So, yeah. yeah I, I do think that's a good piece of advice, just to, like, remind people that you shouldn't you shouldn't believe the stuff that you're saying or, like, worrying twice. There's yeah. just no point. Right, so, question from our previous guest is, if you could give younger Bailey some advice as your older, wiser self, what would it be? <gasps> so, it could be, obviously, nothing to do with yeah. musical theatre probably similar to what a lot of people would say but don't care what other people think Mm -hmm. like especially even like at school I'd always be worried about not looking right not being how everyone else is Mm -hmm. whereas those those people I have nothing to do with now yeah like it's it's not wasted energy yeah that's the thing it's wasted energy it's not affected me at all now I don't know yeah no it does piss me off because like the amount of time I've wasted like yeah. wanting to impress other people that are not in my life now and actually I'm doing better than you yeah <laughs> you know I mean? exactly like, like yeah just so much wasted time like just in your life yeah I wish I wish school kids would like you could tell that to school kids yeah. like every single one of them and the school environment would be such a good place oh my god because I always say to my little cousin I'm like please don't change yourself or like do things because it's, you'll just regret it yeah because like, that's probably my only regret in life really is just like putting so much time and effort into worrying what these random people yeah. think and also like. like it's even those random people put such a a name for themselves as well because there's people i see now being older that i went to school with and i think oh you're horrible and then i'm like hang on they actually might not be horrible now but they've created that name for themselves at school that i'm i don't like yeah. them now when that was when they were child but Mm-hmm. I still carry that through with yeah. me. Yeah. I always think it's weird as well, like, these people that stick in my brain that made me feel like shit, I bet they just go around their everyday life and don't even think twice as to what they said to me. Yeah, they probably forgot. Yeah, they that's probably what I mean. Like, it doesn't mean anything to them, but yeah. it means everything to me. And yes. it's so weird how words can do that to you. Yeah. But it's so bad and dangerous how it yeah. can. I'm going to teach my kids, like, don't listen to <laughs> Right, have you got a question we can set for the next guy? I have one. Okay, go on then. But I think it's quite, like, a general one yeah that's fun i like the answers Mm -hmm. does pineapple belong on pizza yes i love this this is great (laughs) this is wonderful is there anything you want to like shout out anything you're doing at the minute or like any platforms charities businesses anything follow me on instagram (laughs) i'll leave obviously bailey stuff in the podcast description um and if you want to follow what i'm doing follow the greatest days account because soon there'll be some bits on there yeah yeah lovely thanks yeah. for having me thank you for joining me yeah i'm glad <laughs> i've wanted to have you on for ages i thought this would be such a fun chat um just got a weird google search on my thing like teeth falling out dream <laughs> yeah thank you i hope you enjoyed yeah. listening to this episode and it was like fun and light-hearted for once <laughs> um and i will see you next week for a brand new episode goodbye Bye.